Hey, real quick. Go on. Are you over 15? Yes. Do you get offended easily? No. Are you the sort of person who hears a comedy satire podcast, takes it personally, not realising that what is said is for the purposes of entertainment and not the host's genuine opinion on the subject? Wouldn't have thought so. Great. Let's make some bacon. Part two. Yeah. I got broads in a Leonard. Credit cards and I was going to... Sorry, that's how they all fucking sound. I really like that. I really, I mean, the thing is, I've been listening to Triple J a lot via the TV, right? Just having some noise in the background while I work or study. A little plug for your Triple J thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you go to Triple J Unearthed, go to Joel Jackson, you will have to make an account, but leave a review for two of my, either one of my songs, Sunday or Apple of My Eye, if you dig it. Both cracking songs. Both cracking songs, and you will dig it. Yeah, dig it and leave a review because then we can actually get onto Triple J and it's it's just hard mm. being an independent muse. Don't and say we. Artist. Don't say we. You will get onto Triple J. We, as humans together, will get onto. Oh Triple yeah, J. and the audience. Yeah, you guys will be there with me. That's the point. It's all. It for that. is. Anyway. Joel, it is a very bloody good EP. I listen oh, to thanks, it brother. all the time. Um, and I think the fans. It depends on when we release this episode. You might. No, I think it'll be out <laughs> of the competition phase. But yeah, yeah. There was a competition to do the stuff. But anyway, just listen to the songs and, and, and get involved. What's a good idea for a podcast? <laughs> Clearly not this one. We spoke last part very much about kind of porn and we did a little yeah. bit of vibrators. Is, uh, have you ever, has anyone ever, or have you ever... Um, we talked about it. We didn't do it. Right. No, yeah, we didn't do that. But have you ever controlled someone's app on their vibrator? Me personally? Dive straight in. <laughs> no. No, I haven't. Um, I've never had a willing participant. That's all. I've never done it either. Like, I've, oh. I'm, I'm, yeah. We asked you wonderful people to send in your stories about dating during the time of COVID and what has happened and things that may be occurring or things you've noticed. Um, hey, Joel. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of my coffee mug? Oh, it's, it's a duck. duck. How beautiful. I'll post a photo of it on our Instagram. That That's is. Really... So what do you reckon on Instagram and the Facebook? Yes. So, and, and so thanks for people who have shared their stories with us. Some of them have been a little bit yeah, personal really and that. have kind of pulled back at the last minute to be like, please don't mention us, which is great. But a lot of the stuff yeah. we'll talk about is just a bit, we won't, we'll and not here's the list of people who said that we won't mention them. Yeah. Jess Kaslake, Ryan Griffin. Ryan Seacrest. Um, I actually yeah. know a Ryan Griffin. I was like, really? And I actually know a Jess Kaslake and I, I haven't, <laughs> That's so weird. That's the first name came to my head. Anyway. But a lot, of, a lot of people have been talking about a lot of walking. People are talking about sexting, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, nude selfies and videos. There's also that thing on Instagram where it's like the ticking time bomb thing. So you send, you can send somebody a video and you can only view it once. And then it- like, On Instagram. Yeah, so it's like in, they've taken the Snapchat formula. Pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. you can only see it once and then it disappears. So Snapchat and Instagram, I know from having talked to people and also doing the research dive I was talking about in the first step, people mm-hmm. are really using that platform to have little video interactions with their partner. Now I asked you, Joel, in the first part, if you've sent uh, a nude pic before. Yeah, I realise you were asking me. Yeah. No, I think I, appreciated I think we all that. have. I think we've all done it. <laughs> or have we done it like in a period of time? Not but- you and I. No, no. But <laughs> you've sent them before. And I've sent, I used to, I used to do it with uh, Snapchat. 
Um, and I, I so you know, okay. So this week you've seen how bad I am with technology. I don't get, it's been a very interesting media. week. <laughs> I just don't like them. I don't use them. I don't like them. So when I was, uh, having a little bit of, um, uh, snap sex, you could call it, I assume. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't realize that I was actually uploading them to my story. No! <laughs> no, that's so, amazing. This was like 2 a.m. though. And uh, I got a message from my friends like, hey, uh, just letting you know. No. Yeah. And I was and like, fuck, how do I delete that? Because I got like family and shit on Snapchat. Oh, man. There has mm. surely been uh, like a whole lot of cock ups where people literally, where people have actually <laughs> accidentally sent the wrong date, like the wrong dick pic or to, to the wrong it. person. You can't, can't unsend it. Um, far out. But what's also yeah. interesting is a lot of people have been talking about how they've been writing letters more, like actual physical, like physical letters, letters and okay. sending them to people. Yeah. Which is really sweet. Really Depends beautiful. Situation. Well, yeah. Because hey? people that they know, or is this like, let's just see what happens with a stranger? Oh, not just, not just like going, well, I'm going to, I'm going to address this to 18 Boulevard street in Victoria. I have, yeah. Just like saying, like, Hey, I've been watching you for years now. Um, <laughs> love what you've done with the front lounge room. Looks great from the, from the, from the garden. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy as hell. Yeah. Is the swing still up in the tree? <laughs> um, but no, people that they know and people that they weren't, you know, necessarily dating, but maybe there might be something after this. And instead of having the long fishing line out there, just kind of dangling with a bit of social media, they're yeah. sending, they're putting meat on that hook and kind of going, well, here's like an actual three-page letter, like chatting about the stuff that's going on. Oh, if, you're, if you're talking fishing analogies, man, when this is done, I'm going to drop my strides and just walk Backwards down bloody Ligon Street and trawling for women, I think. <laughs> Anyone want to have a crack? And they'll be locked up immediately. But people have also mentioned that Zoom dating has provided much emotional vulnerability without physical intimacy involved, and it mm. has been marvellous. That's great. I think so that's I think one message. What we touched on in the first part of this is that the, the, the relationships will be so much stronger because you're right, you're more vulnerable. Mm. Now, the reason, going back into why I don't like to use them, yeah. I, I'm a off-the-cuff guy, right? I don't, we've discussed this. I don't plan a lot of stuff. I just sort of try and live in the moment as often as I can. Right. Which is why when you've got those messaging things, I don't like the fact that you have all the time in the world to write the perfect response. Yeah. So I get along a lot yeah. better with people when I'm just saying exactly what's on my mind at that moment without thinking it through. That's yeah. who I am. It's the most authentic version of myself. Right. And I think when you want to fall in love with someone, you have to love their flaws. And the other All thing right. is on these, on these things, you get like what, five, six photos. You're not going to put your flaws in that. You are putting your top <laughs> five, six photos of yourself. And then you're, you're gonna... showing as much skin as possible. You are making yourself look as like, this is me at my most sexy. And then when you meet up, you're like, Oh, Hi. Catfish. Catfish. <laughs> Have you seen that? That doco is a whole other story, but there is also a lot of catfishing, no oh, doubt, going on where people are just be. like, I'm this. And, you know, that's what I like to do on the weekend. You're like, bullshit. I, that really sort of gets me. That uh, Like when I see TV and film and that, when I see um, vulnerable people being taken advantage of, that's the one thing that upsets me. Like seeing someone getting bullied in school. Yeah. Genuinely, I just emotionally cracks me straight away. Yeah. And well, I like, it's the same with catfishing. It's bullying. Like you're taking advantage of yeah. someone's vulnerability. True. And that time that you told me where you were tied down and yep. she didn't untie you. Didn't after. untie me. Yep. No, and you had to. Rope burn. Yep. Not fair. Vulnerable. Not fair. I was vulnerable. I thought, yeah, I'll give this a crack. 
sure tie it down yeah that's fine i've never done this before but yeah use the counter wax that's fine go nuts easy (laughs) it's burning a little bit that's fine it's meant to do that right (laughs) hey uh no 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 No, don't touch my wallet that's fine where you going yeah (laughs) yeah no that's my passport that's my passport yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know why you asked me to bring that but sure i thought it was like a kink (laughs) thing <laughs> but people have so okay. Here's a couple of stories. All right, tell me some stories. Joined Bumble, met a nice guy, went on a date, but all he did was talk about his ex, and also then began to kiss me on the first date and stuck his tongue Ooh. down my throat. No, it's dot, is this dot, during dot, the COVID no. break. This is during the COVID break. Yeah, and this is also someone in New South Wales, I believe. So they're allowed to. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, I know there's freedom. Think about that, Jackson. Yeah. Um, but he's, and also there was another, there was like a second question to the back of this thing going, how, how do you see it as like, um, kissing on the first date was like, yeah, I was just about to say that. I don't know if tongue down the throat on the first date, oh, it depends man. if you, if you're expecting a second date. Roll with the punches. If someone wants to, if it's the vibes there, go with the vibe. if the vibes there, but I look at it this way. If this person is a potential future partner, your wife, see, whatever, see, you, see. you're, you what? No, I was saying C, as in Spanish. Oh, word. right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll start Sorry, doing I don't da, know my, I don't da, know my Spanish. Da, well, Russian for years. If, if you were speaking in Estonian, I would have got that because you know uh, I know my Estonian history. Vugra, vugra. Uh, C. So what, uh, what was the point I was making? So um, the kissing on the first date, if, if, do you want this kiss to be your first kiss with this person? It's oh, like, man. so tell me how you met mum. Uh, saw her tits on this uh, app. And I thought, yeah, I'd love to give them a smack around. And we went out for a few drinks and uh, stuck my tongue in her throat. Anyway, nine months later, you were there and I was locked in. So happy birthday. <laughs> wow. Or do so- you want it to be like, I would say a nice peck, like a mouth kiss, but mm-hmm. you don't, I don't know if I, I wouldn't go tongue first date. No. Unless there wasn't going to be a second. I, I kind of go with the vibe thing. If it's, if it's going, there is a preference thing, but I'm also for the big thing of like letting someone. I mean, I'd finger her, but I wouldn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I wouldn't use tongue. There is a big thing for me about like letting someone know that you are interested too. Yes, definitely. So maybe this guy was trying to make up for the fact he'd been talking about his exes all day long and then was like, fuck, I actually really like this girl and I've been a bit of a douche. I maybe should let her know how much I actually like her and think about her. Maybe actually seeing her, maybe trust her that much that I wanted to talk about my exes. So I'm just, I think, want to show her the affection that I feel. And then he went all tongue and it was like, nah. Mm, I don't know. It's to me, the exes thing sounds like he's not dealing with it. He needs to have dealt with some stuff. He to needs then. to have dealt with it. There's, yeah. If you if you were over someone, you don't bring it up. Like no. I don't talk about the 2008 premiership because I'm over it. Geelong lost, whatever. I've forgotten <laughs> it. But I'm not going to bring it up all the time. So we did talk about too the surprise lockdown apologies from guys that they used to date. And these are coming yeah. from people who actually really screwed people over. So like yeah. cheated on them twice. <gasps> and now coming back in and being like, I've had a lot of Hang time on. to think about my mistakes. Wait, 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 apologizing. Wait. And this is like, I'm really upset by what I did and the way I must've made you feel. And I, I'm sorry for what I've done. Cheated twice. Yeah. I'm all yeah. for like second chance, but if you do it the second time, nah, yeah. nah, yeah, nah. that can't happen. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Um, here's a really uh, full on one. My friend's fiance Left her after 10 years together during the lockdown. 
And then he found his new girlfriend and they fell in love only via texting, right? Because mm-hmm. they found each other on Tinder. Now the wedding of this fiance and fiance would have been in June, but was postponed due to COVID and has now led this guy to kind of go, well, you know what? See you later. I'm going to jump on the old apps and see who else is out there. And then found a new love. Like what? What? Not even a face-to-face conversation, just found a new love via texting. Like through the They must have fallen in love via texting and then have kind of moved and progressed on with stuff. But yeah, wow. they... But how is that like, at least, uh, uh, to her, uh, uh, if anything I can offer in terms of uh, support and a little bit of love is like, you dodged a bullet. Oh, absolutely. Guy sounds absolutely. like a fucking wet cornflake. I mean, <laughs> as the saying goes, and you've always said that. Uh, like, uh, good band name, wet cornflake. So wet if, cornflake. You, if, you, if, if you're like, imagine complaining about that. I was just saying, telling that story to you. Surely you'd read it back and go, oh, fuck. Actually, clearly this guy wasn't meant for me. No. Clearly this was actually a she'll she'll find out eventually she'll re, she will realize eventually that that is a good a good thing that happened to her oh man but how is rather like, that now than after the wedding oh yeah then after the wedding and everyone kind of standing around because wedding is such a big thing like well I don't that's know, the I've other seen, part of this COVID dating is so yeah. many people's weddings so a friend of oh. mine's wedding had to be postponed very sadly and they put a oh, lot man. of you know think of the think of like how stressful it would be to plan a wedding a little bit and and how much you would be uh and how much anticipation and how exciting you'd be like, I just want to be wed to this person who I love. And then uh, bloody, uh, as you forementioned, the China virus comes in. I did. Pangolins yeah. doesn't refer to it being a China virus. Pangolins are in South Africa. They're all over the world. Say what you want, but you're wearing a red hat right now that says I'm make America great again. Take it off. I don't want that I'm on sorry. this podcast. It's, it's just keeping my headphones on. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Um, no. And but then that's sad. like postponing a wedding, you know, that's, that's another... oh, it's full on. Mm. started dating a guy just before lockdown lovely no this is a shut up lovely first date was on valentine's (laughs) day oh so three to four weeks later melbourne was on lockdown and there was a 48 hour period where news outlets were looking at if you could still visit your partner or not and then they said yes but you can't casually go and see people though. So suddenly we were forced after three weeks into this relationship to have the conversation that wouldn't happen until maybe a few months down the track as to whether it was serious or not. And he ran because people are forced to have that chat. So this guy didn't stick around. Oh, prick. But my thing too is like, well, dodge the bullet. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Here's one I've got. I had a couple here who had broken up four days before the lockdown. The first one? Live, the first one. Yeah. They were living together. Oh, and they, God. And then it was, it, it, the way it's been uh, suggested to me was that the breakup was always happening. Yeah. They were talking about uh, changing residence. Yeah. Then they were announced that you cannot leave your home for the next six weeks. So they had to spend six weeks together. What was the sleeping arrangements, do you know? If one, like someone hit the couch and someone couch. hit the bed? Couch, an alternate couch. You have couch one night, I have it the next night. Oh, what if, what if but, you, but like, there was no start... other housemate. It was just the two of them. So it's no. like, how awkward. Did something, were they both working from home at the same time? Do you know? Not specified. Let's, oh man. What if like, you, what if they'd done something the night I'll before and like didn't do something like, you know, and you're like, you just kind of did a little cheeky, like fart on the pillow that one that sits on the couch and give them. Oh, so you fart. just like these subtle little, uh, fuck yous. Yeah. The subtle fuck yeah. yous that you just leave around the place. Can you imagine like them bumping into each other in the kitchen? Like, oh, hi. Oh, hi, hey. Uh, 
you look great. Uh, how have you been? Good. Uh, I, I was just, I, I was just over by the window and I, I didn't right. see you here. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm happy for you. I mean, you've been, you've been talking for months about going to the window. Like, yeah. it's good. It's, no, you know. It, yeah, it was great. I, it took a lot. You look great. You look you great. Know. Hey, thanks. Are you, are you seeing anyone or? I, I mean, I'm just kind of, I'm in a bit of a holding pattern at the moment. Um, mm. You know, mm. but I've been working out. I've been doing some floor routines. Really? Oh, I haven't noticed. Do you reckon there'd be a ton of people actually like exploring? And here's the thing too, people have uh, on that uh, report that I was looking at from Vox, the website, people have been exploring their own kind of masturbation practices. Mm -hmm. So trying a couple of different things. Okay. Researching more about like little ways of own self-pleasure and kind of yeah. doing little bits yeah. and pieces. Exploring yourself in different ways. One of the sex experts was saying that now is a really good time to actually get to know yourself sexually. Yeah. I had a friend, a uh, female friend of mine who said if she masturbated with a piece of flint, she would have easily started a bushfire. <laughs> she said that she was going daily and, so and like multiple times daily. My God. I the masturbation level, which is perfectly healthy and it's not crass that we're talking about it. No, uh, people, I think no shame around this kind of stuff. Oh God, no, it's perfectly natural unless you're Christian. Um, when it's, and in that case, it's wrong. So wrong. Oh God hates it. When you do that, if she had, Oh, don't do it. What are you doing? As if he's kind of worried about that. that. Like, <laughs> There's a huge flood in India now that has killed and displaced millions of people and like animals. And he's sitting over like Fitzroy looking at like a 12 year old, Oh no, a 12 year old looking like an 18 year old masturbate going, Jesus. I, well, that's even creepier. That's even, he's not yeah. worrying about the flood. He's there watching a 12 year old masturbate yeah. going, Jesus, Jesus, have you seen this? Jesus, come and have a look at this shit. I'm busy. No, come, don't, don't worry about India, mate. They'll sort themselves. (sighs) This is much more important. Come and have a look. What is it? Look at him. Look at him. Oh, gross. He's at it again. Fourth time today. It's not even midday. Not even midday. Explore (sighs) yourself sexually. That's the point we're making. But make sure that you reload on magnesium and a bit of uh, all, all your good mm-hmm. stuff so that you're, um, you can top yourself back up. Do you know what I mean? Joel, I'd like to know if you had personally, how was oh, your Jesus dating Jesus Christ. Situation? I knew it was going to become like a personal partner. I was like, oh. I want to know, and you don't have to name names or go into detail, but have you been chatting? Have you been uh, seeing anyone in the break between lockdown one and lockdown two? Um, active? Well, sexually because it was a really interesting thing because i was up in i had been moving to london and then got a role in a, or i was in london and then had to come home for a role in queensland then that got put on hold so i was displaced and didn't have a home to live in like i was actually everything was in the <laughs> car again thanks for laughing <laughs> yeah it was like oh shit fuck what's yeah, happening hey if that didn't happen this podcast wouldn't have no, that's exactly right. And then so I was in uh, northern New South Wales for a couple of months on the lockdown stuff and I didn't know anyone there. So it was just kind of, you know. Um, are you being just, a politician now and dodging the question? Yeah, gonna, man. Hell yeah. you're making your way to it? No, I'm kind of making my way to it, but also like okay. being careful to actually protect my private life. In the this, this is a podcast. It's not getaway. You've just told us all your bloody <laughs> travel stories. No, hey, it's pretty, you know, it was a good spot. It was oh. up in there, Nelson Bay. It was fucking beautiful. Um you know, you're talking to people and people that you were already interested in and kind of figuring out whether or not it'll be safe to see each other or what was happening or, and then those yeah. things kind of die off because of the situation actually not allowing you to do it. And some people are more physical. Some people are more like are happy to wait and kind of do the conversations and be more intimate in that yeah. way. And, and know that, 
you know, life is long. And then down here in Melbourne, I came down because there was a potential of work starting up and then that got pushed by like six weeks. So now I'm you've stuck had a, here. You've had, some, you've had some stiff luck the last few months, oh, it's mate. fucked, mate. Um, I'm, I am lucky, Touchwood. I know that I'm lucky and, and I've got a good life. But This, this yeah. will all come back when everything starts back up. But yeah. even in seeing random, not random people, I guess it's still a risk. If, you, if you're catching up with someone, let, let's say you met somebody on Tinder yeah. week one of the first lockdown and you got to know them really, really well. So you've got a trust. You've almost got like the beginnings of a relationship. When the yeah. restrictions were lifted, that doesn't mean that the chances of catching or giving COVID to them is any less. No, and that's the thing. You have to be really smart about your community transmissions and where you're going and who you're seeing and what you're doing, which is why glory holes in your house is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one installed in between part one and part two of this. Really? Yep. Good work. You're handy with the jigsaw, mate. Yeah, because we've got a neighbor's house is literally off like on the same, we're in an apartment building. So I just right. drilled a hole through my bedroom door, uh, yep. just stuck my wang through it. And so far, nothing. Nothing? Oh, well, maybe put some peanut butter on it. See what happens. <laughs> I don't know if they're home. But no, it's, a, it's an interesting thing of, of there is, and I'm with you on that thing of I don't like dating apps but like because I'd much rather just meet someone organically and have that story, not story, yeah. but also that connection and see if it works rather than doing all the dating things, doing all the work and being there and then someone going, well, actually, I'm just kind of not into it actually at the moment. You not know, right it. now. I'm just kind of bitter. Um, I'm done all of Brighton. Ah, um, <laughs> oh, oh, she has set herself up for a she? lifetime of abuse. Idiot. Part of me was like, oh, I feel bad for her. She's going to get absolutely no. Like, I don't feel social media is going to go to town. And then someone told me she's like the daughter of like one of the most wealthiest guys in Melbourne. Oh man, it's so stupid. That kind of like that is a really insensitive. Yeah, oh, you're bored, about, are you? Oh, you're bored, bored yeah, your suburb. Oh, for Christ's sake! Think about all the medical staff that are working around the clock and like have to disinfect my housemate and my oh, mother. Man. Unbelievable! Having to put up with so much shit right now. Fucking grow so up. Phone calls of like, give us the answers to these things immediately. Like, I don't know the answers. Like, yeah. the, if, there's so much going on right now. Yeah. You just need to. Be a bit more patient with us. Yeah, that old the man who was recently knighted in in the UK, the hundred year old um, captain, who was recently knighted for raising like millions and millions and millions of dollars in the NHS or for the NHS in the UK, walked around mm. his whole backyard. And if he can do that and was a war veteran and he was asked to go to war for his country and did, you can sit yourself down in your fucking suburb, Karen, and deal Joel, with it. I'm not sure if you're listening to what she said, but she's bored of her. <laughs> Like show some compassion. She's bored. <laughs> True. A suburb. True. True. Jesus, mate. Oh my God. Um, but anyway, no, th- there is a big thing of like, um, yeah, I, I'd much rather wait and do that stuff in person. So I've kind of put a lot of stuff on hold. What do you got? What are you bringing your phone up for? What's that? Just send the dick pic. Hang on. <laughs> Jesus. No, Christ. I thought, I think I might've had another story. I just can't find, it might've been on our Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, while you wait, I've got one. Uh, she's uh, a yep. person, uh, a bloke had a date at their house with their family there because they were that desperate in between the two lockdowns in Melbourne. So mum mm-hmm. and dad and grandma were there and they were like, do you want, you want to come over to my house? We'll have something in the backyard. That'd be really cute. Was this like a, like a first date? Yeah. Like a first or second so like date. first date, you're not only meeting the date, but their parents and their grandparents. I mean, it would depend on your family. I'd have no problem in doing that because my folks would be like, hey, how you going? Like, they'd yeah. be so you should try a pillowcase pie. <laughs> Oh, you shithead. They'd be so into it. They'd be so accommodating and so lovely. That'd be funny yeah. as hell. Um, 
But also I've only ever taken like one person home to meet the family. So they'd be like, well, this is serious from the get-go. This is pretty serious. From the get-go. Well, hey, if um, it doesn't, if you, if you can get past that first date, then smooth sailing, baby. Yeah, true. Especially if that is the first date. Um, mm. uh, the two guys I was open to meeting got mad when I asked them to postpone or make it a virtual date. Is this a story? Yes. <laughs> is this you yeah. again? No, this is okay. me just reading this story thing while you were looking. Two guys, so say it again. Two guys you were Two open. guys I was open to meeting got mad when I asked to postpone or make it a virtual date. I think this is from the same person. I was just trying to find that story then. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's been very lovely. Um, yeah, that. see, that's a, that would piss me off. What, the changing of the date? Or no, being, being, them being mad about making oh, it yeah, virtual. Yeah. Or like, fuck, mate, have some like, understanding of the situation. Yeah. Stop thinking with your dick. There is also a thing to be said where people have been using um, – the excuse of, oh, I'm social distancing right now to like actually leave relationships. What? Yeah, going, no, I can't at the moment. I'm social distancing. I'm being super aware and safe and then being like, <laughs> no, I've got an out. I've got an out. I don't want to fucking see you anymore. Um, I so just that's... had a thought. What's the, um, what's the worst way you've broken up with someone? Oh, for Christ's sake. I, when I was in year um, seven, I got my brother to call her best friend to then tell her. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah, intense. Yeah, it was really bad. Pretty bad. I and made my, a, other, my brother's once left a voicemail on her family's answering machine breaking up with her. That's gold. My favourite one was though, like, a woman came to my front door uh, when I just, yeah, we were seeing each other for a little bit. It was really fun. It was really great. And she came up to the fly wire door of this house and was like, um, sent a message because we were going to go catch up for lunch. She was coming, like, had a lunch break at university and I was going to go for a walk down the park and hang out and I'd made some stuff to go take in the park and it was going to be a really cool summer day, kind of suss out what was going on in the, you did the where, work. where we were at. And I was like, okay, this is the big chat going to come up, but we'll, we'll move through it together. Yeah. Um, got to the front door. She was, like, leaving the front door after having rang the bell and there was like a note stuffed into like the mesh of the thing. <laughs> and it was, I was like, Hey, what's going on? She's like, just read that note. Has she like oh. got into her car and drove away? You were like, cool. Oh, um, coward. Yeah. And then, the no- face. and then the note was like, I just think Cut you're a really great. <laughs> yeah. Got his brother to tell the friend. Hey, <laughs> can you go and tell it to her face for me? Um, yeah. Oh man, I think that's bullshit. But there was also this and thing the of like, it was what? Like it's not working. Oh, the note was like, you're a great guy. Maybe like, oh. not just now I'm just busy. And it's like so busy. You can't even just kind of give someone the time of day. But, um, then I got, I be, then there's also the thing of, um, God, what am I saying? That was a knock at the door. That was me tapping my pen, but, um, that was her. She's left another note saying <laughs> I made a huge mistake. Yeah. I'm listening dickhead. Um, <laughs> No, but there was uh, the my worst dumping story is probably when I um, I sent I, I I drove around Karath and I gave a girl a mixtape which was like a CD back then and Bloody wrapped hopeless it, romantic wrapped it in cling wrap. No, I was saying I was saying oh, it was I, over. Should, I should have saved that comment before you said it wrapped was like, it in cling wrap. Here's the songs that you should be listening to for the next like I'm sorry, but here's this. Like, and the first one is it's over. over. It's over now. Move over. It's, it's my turn, turn now. <laughs> so it was that and and it was like a little note and it was all wrapped in cling wrap and I'd shoved it um where she left her bike to ride to school with. God, you're a bloody romantic, you are. Yeah, what can I say? Sorry, sweetheart. 
So do you um, think, would you agree with me in saying that uh, COVID has probably done more for strengthening uh, or f- I guess like um, sifting, what do you do when you put like gold, like a heap, are you trying to find gold? A sieve. You're looking. Sieve, yeah. Yep. Sieving through and getting rid of all the bad relationships and the good ones are staying strong throughout it. I think if or you, you, be, you think, I think it's the opposite. Oh man, I think it could Is be it putting the op- more strain on. I think it could be like if you are doing it really well, like if you were considerably going around thinking about who you're involved with and why you're involved with them, and what's going on, and and like what you guys are building towards, mm-hmm. then yeah, you could be doing something really special during this time. But if you're not, you're just kind of like, well, I'm just gonna send them a DM. I love this yeah. character that always comes out whenever keep I want to say. Keep just doing like, it. Just keep it like. That could also be a little bit, that could, no, but that could also be a little bit toxic. If you're like sending 20 DMs a day to people going, mm. you look great. You look great. Oh my God. You look great. Um, so it's just constant validation coming from every direction. Like yeah. Or no, like from that person wanting to like overreach so that they can like, when they come out of it, they've got like 20, you know, 20 lines in the water so they can get a finger in a heap of different pies. In so, so many pies. Speak. So there's, there's that. And then there is also like an unhealthy relationship with porn um, yes. But a really good, healthy relationship yes. with discovering your own sexuality. Sure, um, sure. And actually having those conversations with, maybe it's with your partner who you're living with. You know, that could be a really interesting thing at the moment where people are, um, a lot of people who are monogamous and in those relationships where, because get this, there are more open relationships than there are monogamous relationships. Um, Where'd you get that stuff world. from? Uh, just from talking to people in Melbourne at the bar that I was working at. <laughs> no, the amount yeah. of people that were like, yeah, I'm in an open relationship. My head's like, what? yeah, I, I don't get that. Either. I'm a jealous dude though. Oh man. Um, but, but that thing of like, if you are monogamous, you're now like working together to actually not just kind of bang away at it, but go, yeah. hang on. Like what is really good? And we'll be here for like six weeks and we don't have, you know, we can't go to a, um, on a holiday to kind of spice up those things or we can't have time away to then make it special. Like you, so that could be the strain is that you don't have any time away. It's yeah. just like if you're living with someone, if it's a newer relationship and you're living with someone, um, it's probably putting a lot of pressure on that because you can't veer away from it. You can't have a little break. So I guess there's pressure. I personally probably think that we're sieving through and nutting out all the bad, <laughs> nutting out all the bad relationships, like, um, and keeping the good ones. I think a lot of people are like, maybe before COVID, you were like, I don't know if I want to see other people or not. And then they're in this lockdown. You're like, you know what, actually she's been, or he's been great for me. During yes. This. Actually been, I couldn't imagine doing this without that person. Totally. And mates of mine that have like, I never wanted or haven't wanted to live in romantic partner for years. And then suddenly started to imagine what that would look like. And I've really wanted to, like, I've really wanted it and craved it now during this time. Like we're talking about like, um, but also here's, here's a really interesting thing. Um, Mm. Autonomous sensory meridian response, right? I didn't get any words. I did not understand one of those words. Autonomous. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Hello. Yep. Got that. See, there you go. Were you with us? Mm-hmm. Autonomous okay. Sensory Meridian Response, ASMR, right? Shit band name. Yep. No, but it's actually been like a form of music for quite some time and theater and, and entertainment and arts and stuff. What it is, is a calming, pleasurable feeling often accompanied by a tingling sensation. The tingle Just is said to... Orgasm, Just call it an the tingle. The tingle is said to orgi- originate in a person's head and spread mm-hmm. to their spine, sometimes their limbs, and response to stimulation. The stimuli that trigger ASMR varies from person to person. Now, that form of porn 
has like increased in consumption by like 600%. That's oral, like nothing but listening to like oral and hearing someone tell you a story. And like there are Patreon events where people, (laughs) there are people oral, there are people Mm. like hear that. Mm, like, yeah. that's my fingers on the microphone there are patreon yeah. events don't stop, where, don't stop it where women kind of scantily dressed are doing like and then mm. telling a story and it's much more about so that has been like um people who are working in the sex industry are like that has changed because i can't go and film um so like mm. an in-person in in-person video now i'm doing that from my home so i can stay employed and people are frothing on it oh i see what you mean yep 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a similar conversation we had in the first one about um, people just finding new ways to be sexual. Mm-hmm. Exploring thing. Oh, I didn't realize I liked that. Yeah. You know, there was a um, buzz lightly that got stuck up someone's ass in, in Clark County in Nevada. Okay. I actually, when I told you that I said, do not bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> he to went infinity. to infinity and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> Beyond being uh, the the small intestine, I think I broke the sound barrier on that one. <laughs> That's intense for sure. That's really intense. Yeah, um, it would have gone further, but there was a dead gerbil in the way. Oh, oh my might been, god! Might have been a bit far that one. Might have been a bit far. That's all right. That's cool. That's cool. But there yeah. are also there is also something to be said about like. Um, don't uh, go into jail. <laughs> like if you're going to go down that. Don't far. go into jail, but fucking. You yeah, know there was this thing back in the day, a medieval form of torture, torture, right? Where they'd actually have a bucket, and they it was a medieval form of torture. Oh yes, yes. Put someone yep, yep. on a rack. And you'd you'd heat lie up down. The bucket. You'd heat up the bucket. You'd lie down face first, and they do it on put Game of Thrones. Rat in a bucket, or did they? Not, not so it goes up your ass or anything. Yeah, so they do it so the gerbil then like ate its way into your into your butthole. This could possibly be <laughs> the second episode that we end with a bit of bestiality conversation. Hey, what was the first bestiality part? You're talking about fucking sheep. Oh, this is why our friends in New Zealand are going to love this episode so much. Yeah, but they have the same stereotype about us. About what sheep. animal? Sheep. Well, cows no. or something. No. I, know. I think don't. it's just like a bit of, just a bit of friendly ribbing. No, it's because there's like three sheep to every one person in New Zealand. Is that true? It's true. Wow. I think so. I think I'm probably talking absolute shit, but I will suss that out and come back to it. Um, well, hey, look, I mean, if, if the sheep thing, I mean, I've gotten pretty horny in lockdown. I got so horny the other day, I tried to fuck the kettle. So I don't judge it. <laughs> you won't get any judgment from me. Fuck. And it's one of those old school ones with the spout that you put on the stovetop. Mm, things did you get really heating up, if you know what I mean. Did had you go for it when it was like whistling? No. no, I had to get it at that point. <laughs> I had to start a little bit of handwork first. Has this podcast been a bit crass? Like, has it been? Have we no, crossed any lines? We could have gone know. even further. I reckon. I reckon there's been like certain things where. Oh, here's another one for you. Okay, so the purchase of those long pillows um, that kind oh, of body pillows, like, like, the body pillows, sales yeah. have gone up by two hundred and fifty percent. Is it? A, it's a Japanese body pillow, or is it just across the board? And they talk about the, it on Thirty Rock. It's the Japanese oh, body pillow. Is I like have no common, idea. Commonly, yeah. I remember staying like at a mate's falling place. in love with an inanimate object. Oh wow! Okay, like that's an actual condition. People fall in love. There was a chick who fell in love with a train station. Thought she'd married it, and yada yada yada. But Whoa. people get these body pillows with like these images of sort of like Japanese anime female, like you know, right. that, that sort of revealing schoolgirl sort of outfits. Do you know what I'm Whoa. talking about? I know. Whoa. I've seen your history. No, animated. 
Anyway, okay, I'm listening. They, they print those on these body pillows and people legitimately have relationships with them. Far out. Mm. I anyway, know people, me I, and you, Camille, are going on strong. We're three months in. Three months in. I know that. What? Because <laughs> I know that. I remember staying at a mate's place once when I was in Perth for a gig and was like, hey, man, I'll just come and crash yours. He's like, yeah, too easy. And it was like, you'll be in the spare room um, and jumped in the spare room and there was this huge pillow up against the wall that was like... <laughs> just soggy pillow sitting against the wall. I was like, the fuck is that? I was like, oh, it's one of those massive body pillows that you kind of wrap your legs and arms around and sleep next to it. And those have gone up because people want that kind of thing that is in the bed and also magnesium blankets, the heavy blankets that are there for calming stuff. Is Sales have increased for that to kind of... Um, yeah. Just I can imagine and, and, and like, like vibrators, all these sex toys, all these things that humanity we needed to, to have that intimacy. I totally understand why they've gone through the roof yeah. in terms of sales. Someone said, I spent more money than I'm proud of on vibrators and gave up on the male gender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And thank That's you brilliant. very much, mum, for sending that in. <laughs> Guys, I really appreciate all the listeners out there tuning in to hear us talk for over an hour and a half about sex, dating. Um, as even though it might have sound a bit crass, I think it's good to have open conversations about this. You know, oh hell yeah, sexuality things that you listen to go, oh no, that's crass, that's that's silly. So, talk about it; it's fine. And I think this whole COVID lockdown has been good for that. I think everyone, as you as you mentioned, everyone is now discussing sexuality, masturbation, all these things in a, in a much more approachable light. Yeah. Well, anyway, like the thing of the conversation of if someone asked me this in the street or asked me this anywhere else and was serious about my response, I'd try to be as honest as I could because I don't yeah. believe there's any point in being, I don't know, shaming people about sexuality or doing something stupid about that because no, that's know, for religion to do. Yeah, that's for, yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's good to talk about that stuff and make people feel comfortable. It's a big part of our lives. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. Do you want to play the game again? Which one? Oh, is this a better game? We're actually, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 no, no, okay. I, I, I felt bad about the last one. Okay, ready. So I'm thinking of a number between one and six. For fuck's sake, four. No. Fucking. Bad luck, bad luck, bad luck. <laughs> Thanks for participating, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's your it. game. I don't have a follow-up. I don't have a follow-up. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Hey, Joel, have a bloody good week, mate. You too, brother bear. You too. Thank you for listening. And if I can, could I ask you a favor? Whatever platform you're listening on right now, could you use those beautiful thumbs of yours and give us a subscribe and a review? Just a real gentle, nice four to five stars. We'd love you for it. Or even give us a follow on Spotify. And don't forget to head to our Facebook and Instagram page at So What Do You Reckon Podcast. Jump on the discussions. We hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening.